is episode 284 of Nerd's Eye View. I'm Jordan, and I'm joined by Jan. Uh, Andrew. Hi. Andrew. Andrew. Jandrew. Jam Drew. Jam Drew. Yeah. That's because we're jamming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, little do the listener know, but we, we kind of have a DJ session before every show. Get us in the mood. Get us yeah. pumped up. Mm-hmm. And I have a, just a jar of jam on the table at all times. Well, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. I... I it's always my fault because I forget the toast. <laughs> it's always my job to bring over the bread. So we just got to stick our and hands I, oh, right in and just scoop it. Look, at first it was weird, but now just, look, if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. What are we doing here? They we're reviewing <laughs> a movie called The Secret Life of Pets. It's grammatically incorrect, is it not? Yes. Okay. Life that only pets. bothered me once I had to write it down and I yeah. went, oh no. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I've, that's, oh, I always noticed that, and I just went, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. And that's our review. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, that has been... Look, we, we're changing the show up. <laughs> we're just reviewing the title of movies now, mm-hmm. not the actual content. It'll like, save you a lot of time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> we all have got busy lives. Yeah. We, we don't need to take up an hour of your day just to tell you if a movie is good or bad or not, right? We'll, we'll see. <laughs> We're going to have the top 10. We're going to talk about new releases this week. We're going to have our baseline review where we don't get into spoilers. We're going to have our guest the ending after promotions. And at the very end of the show, if you've seen the movie, you stick around with us and we'll get into the nitty gritty, talk about spoilers, break down each scene, talk about whether or not that animal acted anatomically correct <laughs> or not, and whether or not that's a problem, a la Jungle Book. And you know what? Let's just get into the top 10. You can call me number 10. Sultan. But you might fall in number nine. The Shallows, which is where you'll find number eight. The BFG, which you're going to need for number seven. Independence Day Resurgence. And it couldn't be stopped by number six. Central Intelligence, which is why they created number five. The Purge. Election year is win number four. Mike and Dave need wedding dates, especially when they're number three. Finding Dory because she followed number two. The Legend of Tarzan, which is secretly about number one. The Secret Life of Pets. I'm trying new new pauses. The Secret yeah. life, life of, of pets. pets. No, it works. It's not the secret life I dig of it. pets. Right. And I think it makes more sense given how grammatically incorrect the title is. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. It's like uh, I recently had to realize that Step Up to the Streets mm. is actually written out as Step Up to the Streets. Yeah. But I always liked Step Up to the Streets. See, it works both ways. Mm-hmm. They got you. But punctuation-wise, they they've punctuated it as Step Up right. to colon the Streets. The being capitalized. Yes. It's yeah. very... On the nose. Yeah, I don't like it. I like Step Up to the Streets. Well, I guess we should call our contacts in the movie industry and let them know that they messed up. Yeah, between that and uh, Benson and I are planning on uh, helping John M. Chu merge the Now You See Me and Step Up universes uh, in, a, in a perfect piece of film the called Now You Step Up. The best kind of magic is dance magic. Only, only their feet can fool you this much. Ooh, I don't know. We're, like, we're like still it. workshopping it. Yeah, it's a work in progress. <laughs> so over 100 million, huh? Yeah, this film that we're going to review, The Serial Life of Pets, made a lot of money. Yeah. I wonder why. Uh, lots of advertising. 
Yeah. I feel like it's been coming out for like a year. Yeah, I... I think that trailer, the first trailer was attached to Minions. Minions. I'm going to say... I was going to say Minions too, but I'm going to say a review, pre-review statement Mm -hmm. because it has to do with the trailers. Yeah, yeah. It was a good eight, ten minutes before I saw a new scene. Mm-hmm. Because the whole beginning of the movie is just the trailers. Mm-hmm. That's that sucks. I mean, I was kind of like I was I literally like bored. They, they were because, like, <laughs> I mean, but it just I, I just hate that mm-hmm. because I was even though what I was seeing was good, I was bored because I'd already seen it for like a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Mm, I, it I hurts. understand. It hurts. It hurts. Trailers cause pain. Yeah, but these are good numbers. Uh, Everything got kind of crazy, though. Uh, if you look, like, number five was number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, number uh, Central Intelligence stayed in the exact same spot from last week. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's really interesting how different these numbers are. They're kind of all over the place. Number four is all the way back at number eight. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's, just, it's just interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think... BFG, if anything, is is more of a kids' film than mm-hmm. a, I mean, it's a Spielberg film, but it's more yeah, but kid it's, friendly. It's a rolled ball, rolled doll book, That's right, right, thing. right. And and but it's just crazy to come out now because we got Finding Dora, we got The Secret Flight, Life of Pets. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got that other great kids movie, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Yeah. It's just it's just jammed packed. It seems like a weird time to release a, a kids movie. That is kind of the fun thing of seeing an R-rated comedy is knowing that there's. I mean, there's a 1% possibility of children being there, uh-huh. but that's pretty low. Like, yeah. that feels good mm-hmm. to know that you can go see a movie and not have... Because they're in another theater watching some something yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, that is nice. Because mm-hmm. I've... I, look, I know we're all adults here, but it's ridiculous when you're in an R-rated movie and there's, like, little kids. Yeah. It's like, come on. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Just be be better. Uh, but, yeah, uh, these... These movie numbers are kind of crazy. I'm really surprised that Legend of Tarzan is still number two. It's got to be word of mouth. It's, it's barely number two. It's a it's an interesting film. <laughs> I'll I tell you that. Yeah, I need to watch it still. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Finding Dory, that's no surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting in the, the top three or two animated movies. Oh, yeah. When was the last time that's happened? Cause, Probably last summer. Right, 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 right. Maybe. When, whenever it did... Uh, Chase Your Dragon 2. What was mm. that called? How to Chase Your Dragon? How to Train Your Dragon? Yeah, How to Train Your 4. Chase. 4.5? Yeah. 4.7? 4. 4.7. Yeah. They did... Do you know they did DreamWorks, like, did TV series oh, of I know. How it's to on Train Netflix. Your... Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. And, like, the whole cast is there. Yeah, that's cool. Like, Jay Bruchel and uh-huh. America Ferreira. And uh, I mean, if... if Look, I can only guess at what being an actor is like. But if they were like, hey, we would want to do a third one, we probably won't get the money, so let's just make the third one into like a season of TV and put it on Netflix? Like, I mean, it wasn't even before. It was before the second one, I think. Was it? Is it like an in-between thing? I think one of them is. One of them's like short and is uh, between the first like and second. Little, little and then after thing? that, they just did like 40. They were like, after the second movie, they were like, yeah, just give us 40 episodes. Wow. And they did it. Hey, Netflix. I mean, DreamWorks is trying to make the TV stuff happen on Netflix. They did a Puss in Boots show. Right, right, right. That was uh, not Antonio Banderas, but mm-hmm. it was still Puss in Boots. And See, they did a, what was that, Turbo? Turbo, yeah. See, I mean, I think that's the good thing about Netflix, though, is when it comes to shows, you're not competing for a time slot. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you if you shop a, a TV show at ABC or NBC or any of those, I mean, even the movie channels now, if you're trying to do a TV show, you're you're competing for time slots. You're competing mm-hmm. for days in the week. On Netflix, you can just say, "Hey, we'd love to do this thing. We'd like a top spot on the front page, obviously, because we're a big company like DreamWorks, mm-hmm. and it happens." I mean, that's that that makes Netflix a much stronger competitor, and one of the reasons why they're they're one of the top ones out there. Another oddity on this box office top ten. Number ten, a film called Sultan, which neither of us had heard of. We had neither heard of uh, or seen any advertising, uh, and it's uh, what language is it in? It's a. Uh, it is some kind of a foreign film about wrestling. Yeah. Is this a Bollywood film? I don't know. I'm trying to get the get the. But see, that's the weird thing is it's like a fictional biography. Or something? Fictional Haryana. Oh, I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even understand the description of this film. Yeah, neither do I. But it's about wrestling. Yeah. And it's a romance. Yep. This is probably Bollywood. It looks like it. Anyway. But, I mean, cool. That happens every once in a while, and that's always kind of crazy. Yeah. Hey, I'm not complaining. Mm -hmm. So, let's move on to the new releases. On DVD and Blu-ray, uh, you've been waiting for this one, Jordan, I'm oh, sure. Oh, it's my favorite, favorite the movie. Divergent series, Allegiant. I uh, did not go to the theater to watch this. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to do what I did for the other two movies and just watch it whenever it's on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, this okay. wasn't a part one, part two situation. No, it was just Jeff Daniels just Jeff Daniels. <laughs> uh, coming on screen saying, you know, we're it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, didn't make me want to see it. Mm-hmm. So I guess for just completionism, I'll watch it. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. I'll report back. Mm-hmm. If I don't call, <laughs> you'll know what happened. Uh, and then here's a film that I know you saw. Right. Uh, Everybody Wants Some. Yeah, uh, Benson and I had the esteemed honor of going to see this pre-release. And From the director of such great films as Dazed and Confused. Right. And uh, boyhood, boyhood, yes. Richard Linklater, yeah. And uh, it didn't really speak to either of us because I think Matt Benson and I are both in the position where we don't idolize the seventies or the eighties. Um, I mean, I'm not even old enough to really remember the eighties. Benson is definitely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, it just kind of came out as a kind of half asked attempt to kind of recapture the dazed and confused feeling of of i mean that was definitely the 70s and this was uh in this uh, everybody wants some definitely sent in the 80s so it didn't really speak to us but it got it got good reviews so mm-hmm. you know if if you dig the 80s if you like that if you if you like watching a bunch of people have fun and no real freaking tension or drama i mean there's like a little bit of drama but there's it just it felt like a movie with no stakes um so if you're in the mood to just turn your brain off and watch a bunch of white guys play baseball in the 80s and have and go to parties and have a good time check it out uh and then also uh new on dvd and blu-ray uh this one's a little sad green room that's the one Uh, with patrick stewart and uh anton yelchin oh my goodness yeah. We both meant to see that in the theater. We, we never did. did. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. Um, I didn't even realize 
Uh, Imogen Poots is also in this, and oh. I, they were both in um, that one where I'm. I live in Vegas, and my neighbor's a vampire. Oh, Fright Night. Fright Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Yeah, bummer. Yeah. But I heard the movie's good. Yeah, me too. Uh, moving on to DVD only. Uh, this is it's crazy that it came to DVD so fast. Uh, Independence Wars Insurgents. The crossover between Independence Day and Divergent series, right? Wow. Isn't that right, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I, That's I heard be what this, this is. was in talks. I knew they were filming, but uh, I didn't think it would come out so quickly. Good for them. That's a good turnaround. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. There was also, I, didn't, it didn't, I don't think it came out this week, but there was another DVD cover I saw for a film called Independence Day, as an in independent, but with an apostrophe S. Yeah. Mm. I don't. It had a subtitle as well, but lots of lots of mm. bad ripoff versions of it's uh, just sad of that film happening. It's just real sad all around the world. Uh, moving on to uh, TVD. Hold on. Huh. Uh, I was just looking at the the page for Independence Wars, mm-hmm. and there's a Veronica Ricci, and I clicked on her name to see if there's any connection to Christina Ricci, mm-hmm. see if it's like a cousin or whatever. And uh, you want to hear her three movies that she's done? Oh, please. <clears throat> of course, Independence Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, A Rise of the Snake Woman. Yeah. And Lizzie Borden's Revenge. Oh, that's interesting because Christina Ricci was in a Lizzie Borden film. Yeah. Maybe it is like, it's her sister who we don't know about. But I think it's a straight-to-DVD sequel. T- takes her. Well, the, the Lizzie Borden that Christina Ricci was in, wasn't that a made-for-TV film? Mm-hmm. So, is straight-to-DVD better than made-for-TV? Listener, you decide. Uh, I think it's worse. <laughs> this one's set in the modern... This one's like modern day, and, and they interact with the ghost of Lou. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, all right, moving on to TVD. Uh, Jordan, you watch a lot of television. I do. Uh, do we have a DVR percentage update? I am back at 74% okay. available. I've been watching stuff. You know what? Uh, we might be canceling our direct TV soon. Wow. And going uh, cordless. Well, wow. not cordless. What's it? What's it? It's, they cord, say cutting cord the cord. Free, cable free? Cable free, I oh. guess. But see, we still have we have internet cable, so it's a yeah. weird... I, they need to come up with a better term. Yeah. Uh, so what I really need to do is sit down and watch all of 12 Monkeys. Oh, there you go. Because... I loved that first season, mm-hmm. and the whole second season is just sitting on my DVR. So I'm going to sit down this weekend and just get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so let's see if you've seen these film or mm-hmm. these TV TV shows that aren't films, but they're TV shows. <laughs> Colony, season one. This is the uh, uh, Sawyer from Lost gets a space show. Space or aliens? Well, I don't know. You're. I, it looks like you're looking it up. Uh, I'm going to guess that, that you've seen this. How much? Uh, You're just saying just I've seen it? That you've seen it. Not all of it. I was really interested in checking it out, but I never ended up watching the pilot. Mm. I'll probably check it out once it's on uh, on demand somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it looked interesting. It's just so many shows, man. Mm-hmm. So many shows. And then, uh, out on TVD, Zombie, the complete second season... This is part of CW's We Can Make Comics Into TV Shows yeah. push. Let's just shotgun. I'm say no, you've not seen this, let's not even sh- one. shotgun every, every graphic novel. Um, I really enjoyed the first season. Oh, dang. Uh, really dug it, but I just kind of dropped off. I didn't watch the second season mm-hmm. because uh, the first season was very much about let's 
Uh, because, I mean, do you know the premise? She becomes like a zombie, but like she can eat a brain and see a memory or something? Yeah. So yeah. She, she takes on the personality and inherits the memories of the okay. brain she eats. Mm-hmm. So she uses that as to someone who works in the morgue to solve crimes. Yeah. And in the second season, it became way more drama stuff and less oh. about procedural crime stuff, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed that interplay while also having the overarching season of figuring out what happened and why she's a zombie and everything. Does she have like an enemy who's a vampire? No, everyone's, there's just all Does she have an enemy? Yes. What is he? It's, he's the zombie who turned Oh, okay, okay. And like runs uh, like an underground food service. Because, all right, here, spoilers for iZombie. The bad guy in the series purposely infects people who are in positions and have a lot of money and then blackmails them by supplying them with brains and using that influence and power and money. So these people are zombies kind of in name only. They're not like if, if they mindless. Don't, no, no. If they okay. don't eat brains, mm-hmm. they start to lose. They, they become the textbook zombie. Okay. So by eating brains, they, so, uh, hmm. they stay sane and normal. I don't know. That feels like it. But they lose all their pigment in their hair changes. So they've got to dye their hair and oh. they've got to put fake spray on tans oh, okay. in order to look normal. Okay. I'm a little more back on board yeah. with that. I don't know. They've got to fake it. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll think about it. I'll yeah. think on that one. Okay. It's one to grow on. All right. All right. I don't know. Hmm. 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 <laughs> all right. So that's it for what's coming out new on DVD and Blu-ray. If you want to check any of those out, go to your local video store, uh, wherever that is. I'm sure one of them's a Poke Stop somewhere. <laughs> Just walk over to it while you're looking for Pokemon mm-hmm. and uh, rent a movie while you're there. Uh, when we come right back, we will be reviewing The Secret Life of Pets. Lives lives of Pets. The Secret Lives of Pets or The Secret Life of a Pet. Oh, there you go. There you go. Bye, Gidget. So long, Mel. So long, Mel. See you later, Chloe. Max, I'll see you tonight. Ever wonder what your pets think about? Oh, I miss her so much. (gasps) She's back! Forgot my phone. Oh... I miss her so much. What they talk about. Hey, fellas, how's it, fellas? Hey, fellas, how's it? And what they do when we're not home. Any plans today? Look at my plans. It's all laid out right here. Bam! <laughs> that ball of fluff's got a screw loose. Max, this is Duke. <gasps> He's going to be your brother. I got a bad situation. I'm your friend. And as your friend, I gotta be honest with you. I don't care about you or your problems. This is my apartment now. And my new bed. Ah! Oh, dude. Katie's gonna be so upset when she sees that. Katie's gonna flip out. It's just one vase. Is it, Duke? Is it? Oh, that's a shame. Hi, Max. He's gonna be gone soon. Hey, Max! So long! What's going on here? Oh my gosh, what happened to you? Uh-oh. 
Just ignore what just happened, okay? I'll find your friend. How you been, old timer? Paralyzed. Great. Whoa! You're driving like an animal. I feel heroic. I'm a little wet, but I still look good. I look good. Discover the secret life of pets. Be a good boy, Leonard. The Secret Life of Pets, directed by Chris Renaud and Yarrow Cheney, written by Cinco Paul, Ken Dario, and Brian Lynch, starring Louis C.K., which it, took me about 30 minutes to realize it was him. Oh, really? Not a joke. Wow. I went, the way that this guy is talking is very familiar. Yeah. Wait a second. I, I recognize that cadence in yeah. his speech. Especially somehow the way that he says, like, there's certain words where where it sounds very Louis C.K. And I went, oh, my God. Like, that's Louis C.K. Nice, nice. Uh, didn't realize it was Kevin Hart until after the film. Oh, I heard as, it in the, the trailer. Buddy. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's... Because it just... I re-saw the trailer after Central Intelligence. Mm. And I was like, oh, pff, that's Kevin Hart. And then Albert Brooks I caught on right away. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like Dana Carvey, you just you, I, I just heard Pops. the realization. It's crazy that Dana Carvey sounds older than Albert Brooks. Yeah. Well, I think he was putting on a voice, too. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, clearly, but mm-hmm. still. And then Eric Stone Street plays. Uh, and was Duke. Steve Coogan the, like that cat? What, what, what? Steve Coogan. It says Ozone or Reginald. I don't even know what those were. So you reach a point where it's like character names. Anyway, let's let's <laughs> let's start reviewing this thing for real. Uh, this film uh, is about a dog whose uh, life has changed when his owner brings in another dog, mm-hmm. and they have like a jealousy thing going on, and then they go go on an adventure together. Right. Uh, so I mean, that's that's kind of like the setup, right? Yeah, but it's also I mean, there's also in order to tell this story, we also have to tell the overarching setup of when everyone goes to work Mm -hmm. these pets not only do they have the run of our houses but they also congregate together and they all talk all different species Mm -hmm. and they hang out and have good times and do their own thing so yeah yeah. cool I mean sure Toy Story was a good movie (laughs) huh I wonder yeah where did this idea come from I don't know uh no you know what that's fine yeah. oh no i don't mind it's just i'm also glad that it's not one of those uh uh real life animal but oh, with, yeah. with the scary mouth right. situation i was like grateful our jungle book mouth situation mm-hmm. um it's just like oh here's some cartoony looking dogs yeah and i'm like great and every once in a while they it. move like people which yeah. totally cool with because they're cartoons they're cartoony looking dogs yes um yeah that could have been like way that would have worse. been so weird. Yeah. But it fits the art style of the world. Like, I, uh-huh. I, their version of New York is a shit. Like, those are way more buildings than there are in New York. Yeah. And they're well, all, the way they're all super thin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, really tall, thin buildings. Mm. I mean, it, it's cool. It's a nice stylized look. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the way that this, this company, um, Illumination, is trying to, I feel like they're trying to establish themselves in a, in like in the style of Pixar. Oh, 100%. Where, they're where creating they a universe. A, except in, in the sense that 
with Pixar, you'll get a lot of different animation styles mm-hmm. across their movies. And in this one, it's a very, um, like, between, you know, from, oh, Despicable Me, Minions, like, mm-hmm. don't forget that. And then yeah. even they did that uh, Lorax movie. Yeah. And I never saw it, but I'm like, oh, yeah, this looks, the yeah. way the humans look. I mean, I saw two trailers for other Illumination films. Yeah. And then they also had a Minion little teaser oh, the on the front. Minion short. The Minion short mm-hmm. on the front, where they, where they uh, take on... Uh, landscaping work to yeah. get a a bl- uh, blender. Yep. Which came up in the movie. Yeah. Like, and there's also cross promotion. I don't know if you noticed. There's. Oh, I noticed. There's a sing billboard in the On movie the back of the and bus. That was like very prominently yeah, displayed. And there, which is a movie that's coming out. Yeah. And uh, and then there's a there's you know a minion outfit and. And there's a minion toy. Right. Uh, I do want to say. Sing is the movie that I'm excited for and oh, didn't okay. expect to be. Yeah. Because that trailer, I, I hadn't seen a trailer started and I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And that little koala was so hopeful. Yeah. And then it was Matthew McConaughey. Yep. And then I was like, this is American Idol, but with pets or but with animals? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm in. Like, and, there, I, and there was some cute stuff in there. That like, got me. Uh, like uh, the, the scene where she's dancing in the... Mm in the uh, supermarket. I kind of love that they also just, they have like a British gorilla family that uh-huh. is a family of thieves, but the youngest they one wear, wants to sing. And they wear, don't they wear bunny masks? They wear like bunny masks. The giant gorillas yeah. do? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like what? Like, Which also ties in this? because the the main criminal person in this movie is a bunny. Is a bunny. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's it's crazy the way they're connecting all their films. I kind of admire it. I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just... This movie to me felt like it kept going like, hey, remember Minions? That was a film. Yeah. I mean, I didn't feel... I, I saw that here before I, uh, before I saw the movie. Uh-huh. But for me, it just felt like we want to connect all of our movies together. Yeah. And the fact that it's not... There is advertising cross-promotion, mm. but also they're doing it with plot elements. Mm. And I kind of like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Well, I mean, if what's Sing- another one of their upcoming ones? They have Sing and uh, what else? You said two. What was the other one? I don't know. I'll look it up. I mean, they're obviously working on Minions too, but there was no trailer for that. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, it just as a you know, Illumination is trying to be maybe another Pixar. Like they want they want to establish a brand. They want to establish mm-hmm. a you know like a mood or a I don't know what what to call it, but um. It's it's I mean it's kind of working, like it's mm-hmm. not at least they're not just doing you know like DreamWorks just kept churning out Shrek movies, and they were like this is what DreamWorks is now. Yeah, it's the other Despicable. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, Despicable Me three. Well, that there's a Despicable Me three coming next year. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. the next one. There there's another Minions film is not here. Weird. That might have been a rumor, but it's not announced yet. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure it's coming though. Yeah, I'm sure. It's. I mean, they have. They have six films in their upcoming, but three of them are untitled. Because they let me, haven't been. Let me sell you on this announced. real quick. Okay. Banana. Uh, wait, here's my money. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. I'm glad that we settled that. Did you ever see my picture on Instagram? I came home one day uh-huh. and there was my parents always buy bananas and put them in a in a, like a little glass thing, a glass bowl on my table, mm. our kitchen table. And I came home one day and I always eat a banana once a day. It helps. Helps. Look, inside story. I have chronic heartburn. Mm. It helps with heartburn. So I'm sitting there, and I go to pick up a banana, and there's a Minion sticker Jeez. on the banana. Yeah, of course. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. Uh-huh. Because banana. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, 
Uh, so yeah, I um, I don't know. There's a lot going going on in this movie, in the sense that I feel like there's like a lot of characters, mm-hmm. and then it also it w- once the story gets going, it has to go back and forth between two the, groups. Yeah, between well, three two, groups actually. Mostly we, two. We got, we got our two main characters. Yeah. We got our crew of villains, mm-hmm. and then the people trying to save our two. Yeah. Usually people. the crew of villains is interacting with one of those two groups. Yeah, true. True. But, um, yeah, it's 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 kind of like, I don't know, and it kind of it brings up this weird, like there's this weird underground society of animals that hate owners. Right. They're the like society of flushed pets or something flushed they call pets, themselves. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like such some of those animals. I was like, re- like I mean, it plays. There's the joke of you know, there's alligators in the sewer, mm-hmm. and so there's alligators. The bunny had like a sad story. Yeah, I was like, that feels real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, like uh, the oh, tattoo yeah. pig. Is yeah. that even legal? I doubt it. Yeah, I don't know. Felt a little much. Uh, uh, I mean, I just I couldn't get over how much this film has disregard for human beings. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't want to get into spoilers, but... Oh, yeah, there's a car chase where people must have died. There's, There has to be at least 20 people dead in this film. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And it's just played with wanton joy in mm-hmm. the film. Just like, ha, ha, ha. Look at all these people dying. Yeah. Oh. And how murderous the villain group is of just like, no, we want to kill all... We want to bring down the human race. Man. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is a little extreme for a kid's movie, right? I mean... I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really get a, a kick from seeing a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they're dying on screen, but yeah. you watch that happen, and if that happened in real life, a lot of people would be dead. Yeah. I was more, like, uh, concerned for, like, the absolute, uh, like, you know... It's not even just the way that the two the two dogs that you know the one guy uh, what's his name Max mm-hmm. he you know he's lived with this with this woman for all this time and yeah. he's like oh she's the best and suddenly she brings home another dog mm-hmm. and he you know he's like oh I you know I came from the shelter and mm-hmm. you know like this is a great yeah. life and he tries to butt in like the way that they were interacting I was like man like like this just sucks like and it sucked like. They were really like mean to each other yeah, in a way right that I was away. like that was super unnecessary. Yeah, like and I don't, quick too. Yeah. they're they're in each other's lives for twelve hours and they hate each other. Yeah, which I mean, it kind of uh, like there's a point in some of these f- films where um, where they give you know human they give animals human characteristics mm-hmm. and yet they still want to cling to animal behaviors. Right. And that that always strikes a chord where I go, well, this doesn't. You're you're swinging back and forth too quickly mm-hmm. between the two, where they want to play on that angle of you know this is a dog, and the dog thinks he's a roommate. Mm-hmm. Like the dog's like, oh, this is my roommate. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the best. Yeah, that that right monologue in the beginning rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, that felt weird. It felt really weird. But they're trying to like explain like animal behavior, but then also give him human characteristics. And that comes and off as a little creepy. It, creepy or just like it doesn't quite match up what it you're seeing. Work. It doesn't and then work. also the way that, you know, he he doesn't like the new dog. Yeah, dogs are territorial. Yeah. Like she should have, you know, she definitely should have checked like yeah, oh, are these two dogs going to be cool together. Yep. You know, and you're uh, supposed to look I mean, I don't want to talk about proper pet care. Yeah. But you introduce those two dogs at a neutral territory. 
So that way, neither dog feels like it has to defend its its place. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So the like those two dogs meeting, I felt like very uneasy about that whole situation, mm. and then, um, kind of like how I thought, oh, this big dog's kind of dopey, and then it's like he's even more mean than we thought. Yeah. And then he's a real dickhead. It makes Max have to be even meaner, and I was yeah. like, this is this is just gonna be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then they go on their adventure, and I was like, okay, I guess I have to bond now. Like mm-hmm. that's. That's kind of the way that it goes. And it's totally incongruous because it would make more sense for them to both be wary and then to rub each other the wrong way and like maybe over a day or two just get on each other's nerves nerves and have that escalate to a point where mm-hmm. it gets to the the point where, you know, we have the adventure, but it's just it's so like based on what you find out about Duke later in the film, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have acted that way in the beginning. Yeah. He wouldn't have been so pushy. Mm-hmm. And so mean and just totally Yeah, that over. definitely felt like a like a weird turn his character reveal. Yeah, his his character in the beginning of the film does not match who you find out him out to be later. It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense for him to act like that. And just so, I mean, without getting too much into it, when at the end when you find out all this has happened in one day, I yeah. was like, "Really?" Yeah, one day. Really? That's crazy. All right. Um and it, and it I mean, uh, I'll talk about it later with spoilers, but mm-hmm. it totally doesn't make him make sense for him to act like that. Mm-hmm. Just no, he's got too much invested in not going back. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I did kind of like was that um, there's a uh, the one dog who does notice that Max and Duke are missing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a girl. What's what's Gidget. her name? Gidget. Yep. Uh, and she is romantically interested in Max mm-hmm. somehow. Uh, well, and love, love from afar. Yeah, and uh, she she goes on an adventure to find him. Yeah, and I kind of like that I loved a lot. It. I loved it, and I love she. The first person that she meets to help is this hawk. Yeah, um, who was played by Albert Brooks, and I love that character mm-hmm. where he's like he wants you know he he's he a wants predator. To eat everything. Yeah, and, and he, uh, Gidget doesn't get it until she, she's being chased. Yeah, yeah. But then but then they have this great evolution of their friendship where she keeps him in check. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that friendship. I like that interaction. Um, I'd like, I wish they, she was the main character almost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like there's some, like her, her adventure, I kind of like better than Max and Duke. Mm -hmm. They're just fumbling through the movie. Yeah. She gets, you know, like a team together to go find them. Yeah. And she's kind of more like at times when, when push comes to shove, she's more hardcore than. Some of the she's, other characters. I mean, I'm going to say a controversial statement here. I think she's the hero of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she very clearly has a scene where she's the hero of the movie. Yeah. We can talk about it later. Which is pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, pretty great. Um, and it kind of makes, like, there's a lot of, you know, just side characters that kind of feel like I don't really know that much about them except, like, oh, it's a wiener dog or... Yeah, there, some like, of the stuff... It almost feels like each of them has a moment where they're like, hey, we wanted to do a funny, cute thing with a wiener dog in a scene, so let's make one of the characters a wiener dog, and that's it. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why he's a wiener dog and why he's in the movie. It also does that other thing that animated movies do that I never quite understand, where some of these characters can talk, and other ones just make their animal noise. Mm-hmm. Like the little the little bird little just goes, tweety bird. tweet, tweet. Yep. Can't talk. Can't talk. Uh, well, was right. there another one? I mean, the giant viper. Uh, I mean, it didn't get a chance Didn't have to a speak, chance. That's true. I guess. That's true. That's true. That's true. No one asked her the question, but Tweety was definitely 
I don't even think it was called it, Tweety. Whatever that weird. bird was called. Like, yeah. They were like, hey, something, something. And then tweet, tweet. Like, that's all it said back. I was mm-hmm. like, all right. Uh, weird. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. Yep. Gotta love it. I don't know. I mean, that could just be like kid movie fatigue. And it also brings up the thing that is just strange that uh, came up for us in... Um, what's the one with uh, the rabbit detective? Oh, Zootopia. In Zootopia as well, where it's like, what do these people eat? <laughs> because if all of these animals can talk, yeah. that means that you're murdering someone to eat. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, that's clearly shown with the hawk. And, and clearly shown how upsetting it is to the other animals when something bad happens to one of the characters. It, 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 it becomes the, the driving factor for an entire group of, of mm-hmm. animals in this mm-hmm. when something happens to one character. So clearly death is, is a big deal in this world. Mm-hmm. So what do they eat? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I kind of want to save that for spoilers, too, because yeah, it's yeah. just a crazy scene. We, but we the, can talk about it later. That factory scene. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> and that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say about this movie, besides it's it's a little fun. Yeah. Uh, it's a little cute. Mm-hmm. It's nothing, like, groundbreaking. Yeah, you know, I was... Except for Gidget. I mean, Gidget's great. Gidget, Gidget's fantastic. Yeah. But, I mean, that brings up, uh, like, my main point of the movie is I was bo- really bored before... I mean, even when the adventure started, mm-hmm. uh, it just really didn't get going for me until until Gidget got involved. For, I mean, for me, there were a lot of weird, subtle things where it, it wasn't like a gag or it wasn't always pointed out. But like mm-hmm. sometimes the way that the cat would interact with the environment was just the whatever, Chloe, mm-hmm. the cat. Yep. Like, they would just be having a regular scene, and Chloe would go and sit in the tiniest box. Yeah, I seat. love that. And I was like, holy crap, this is the funniest thing in this yeah. scene, and it's it's not even a joke. Like, it's just an, it's because, just happening. Because the scene's happening around her, and she's watching it, mm-hmm. and you notice, and I almost didn't see it at first, but then it comes back and shows yeah. you again. She's sitting in a tiny red box, mm-hmm. and that is awesome. And that happens a couple of times where... Chloe She's just doing does, something does funny. a great cat thing. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, that I mean, and they do that with the dogs too. Mm-hmm. They have the dogs do But it's more subtle with It's with way Chloe. more subtle with Chloe, yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. I feel yeah. like if there are more subtle things like that just throughout the more film, stuff happening in the background that's yeah. funny. There was definitely when when you first meet the society of flushed pets, there's uh in the foreground of that opening scene, there's like two frogs mm-hmm. and one frog has a bunch of flies holding on, on strings. Yeah. And the, and the other, other frog eats eating one. them. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's another weird, subtle. Which is great. I was I like, mean, that's beautiful. Yes. But then you know, they there's don't not enough of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think it's a bad movie. It, it definitely it's good enough to be number one this week. Obviously, yeah. uh, if you have kids and you want to see something fun, just be aware that there's some wanton violence mm-hmm. that is super downplayed, mm-hmm. which uh, rubbed me the wrong way. But it's not a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm interested to see where this company goes. Right, right. Uh, just to see if they can, you know, keep, keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah, because Sing did look good, like you said. Yes, yeah, I don't know how Sing looks so good. It's literally like animals do American Idol. Yeah, like that's the plot of Which that movie. Which I'm kind of interested in because I've told you before, I really dislike reality TV. Uh-huh. So I've never watched it. Like I've seen random episodes, mm-hmm. always rub me the wrong way because it's an equal mix of praising fantastic ability and also making fun of poor ability and that just bothers me you know what i mean mm-hmm. but to have a movie like this kind of set in that in that that idea that uh that um 
you know, environment, that that uh, showmanship and everything. That's well, fantastic. And, and, and he's and, got a failing it's, theater. It's and, more than so showmanship. It was just like all of the stories were like the sob stories that you see on these yeah. reality shows. And, and if you've never seen a reality show, then these are the same sob, yeah. you know, like the mother who can't sing because like, of her family. I like that the it's The son of a, of a criminal empire yeah. who wants to be a singer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, wh- wh- how... I don't yeah. even the young girl rocker. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks good. I'm I'm in. I'm you, in. And uh, should I bring up this uh, before we get done uh-huh. of the trailer that surprised the hell out of me? Which one? The trolls. <laughs> I don't know how that looks so dumb. It looks so dumb, but you know what does it for me? Uh, first of all, Justin Timberlake. Okay, yeah. And uh, their their animation style is super fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Everything is fuzzy in that mm-hmm, movie, mm-hmm. and for some reason. I want to see a fuzzy movie. Did you not see Inside Out? I did, but this one's way more fuzzy. Well, yeah, but I was I was always kind of intrigued by the characters. The, I love the emotions Inside in Inside yeah. Out were like right fuzzy, kind of in a uh-huh. way, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I dug it. Uh, yeah, trolls. I don't know what. I, it, because and it's it, based on it, like the little surp- toy. Yes, it surprised the heck out of me. And I'm like, well, how is there even anything to go off of there? Yeah, but every single thing it showed in the trailer just tickled me. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought the trailer was really good. I mean, I do kind of. Oh, Storks! That was another trailer that oh, they showed. Oh, Storks looks good. You know, the Storks first trailer looks super dumb. Storks looks better every time. Yes, it's weird. Because when you find out the girl is an orphan, yeah. who stayed there who stayed because she had there. nowhere to go, uh-huh. and ends up trying to help other birds learn how to fly, like I, this is just well. And then the, I'm all the for second that. trailer definitely was like, oh, this this is about how storks don't want to deliver babies anymore. I'm like, yeah, oh, they start whoa. <laughs> they start becoming like an Amazon yeah. service, uh-huh. which is super funny. Mm-hmm. I'm totally down. And they it's the movie is about an illegal kid transportation, yeah, because one of the babies gets left behind when they switch over. Yeah, that's, and she I mean, doesn't want she doesn't want it, this kid to become an orphan uh-huh, like her. Uh-huh. Man, that looks good. That's yeah. That's I don't know. It'll probably be dumb, but because it showed care. the family being super dumb and painting a big target yeah. on top of their roof. I don't know. And that has been a review of the trailers <laughs> before the secret lives Kids movie of the trailers. Pets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, this movie's not bad. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't love it, but it's. It's uh, I I'd like it if more movies did, it like treated, uh, their you know the female character as well as Gidget gets oh, in this yeah. movie. You come you come to this movie for the Gidget, mm-hmm. and you stick around for the dumb sight gags, for a lot for and you got to look for them, but yeah. they're there and they're, they're there uh-huh. in most scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was only like six people in my theater, but everyone laughed when the the pig lady became a thing. Yeah, oh yeah, pushing the stroller. Oh yeah, that was funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, if you want uh, more of our thoughts uh, on the whole thing, spoilers and all, stick around to the end of the show uh, for that. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite! Unite. Alright, let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. What's coming out new in theaters? We got Ghostbusters. Oh, that's a movie. Have you seen the reviews already? (laughs) Yeah, I've seen some reviews. I don't read reviews to I just read the headlines. Uh... I just read reactions to reviews. I read reviews of reviews. That's interesting. Yeah. 
I, I, I read the headlines of reviews, and I wait till I watch the movie to read the articles or listen to mm. podcast reviewing them. Yeah, especially when it's a movie I know I'm going to see. Right. Yep. This one's just had a lot of pre-hate, and now I've I seen feel like this. that's why they're letting the reviews come out early. Yeah, some of the reviews are actually like, you know, they're like, hey, shut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Infiltrator. That's a film. Yeah. I mean, that. I kind of want to see it. It feels like it just connects with the Narco series on Netflix. Yeah. Why is everyone into that guy right now? Escobar. They super are. Maybe there's a, a, a like some legal thing went up saying that you can <laughs> make stuff about him now. I don't know. Cafe Society. Yeah, which I saw a trailer for that, and I'm like, oh, I'll probably see that. If you see that, it's your first Woody Allen film you've revealed. It's weird. But that's insane to me. Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Equals and Phantom Boy. But before we play Guess the Ending, let's give out some thanks to our friends. Starting with Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout. We got that from the YouTube Audio Library. Just go to youtube.com slash audio library for that and more. More things that you can use in your little creative uh, videos and and shows that you make. Uh, If you like our logo, it was done by Justin Kieslan. He's an artist and a writer, and you can find his writings at agentsofguard.com. And uh, if you check out his Instagram uh, you'll find his video a day. Uh, those are a lot of fun. Uh, if you like podcasts, you should check out Pick Your Path. That's a Choose Your Own Adventure uh, style enhanced podcast uh, written by myself, Matt Benson, and David King. Uh, season one is up. Season two is uh, being created. And uh, you should just go check that out. BenviewNetwork.com slash PYP. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about Optograb.org, his website that collects all of his writings across various different things, such as reviewing TV shows, talking about Oscar movies, uh, all that fun stuff, and his short stories, which are on Amazon and Smashwords. Jordan? I stream over at twitch.gamer... Nope, twitch.tv backslash Gamersault Weekly. Man, this is the first time I messed it up. Uh, This whole month, because it's a huge game, I'm going to be clearing out The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt from my backlog. Uh, I recently beat Dragon Age Inquisition, put 200-plus hours into that, so it's time to knock this next one off the list. And you know what? I never really connected with The Witcher 3 when I first played it because it was just so daunting. I have that thing. I don't know if you have that, too. When you play an open-world game, before you hit the rhythm of, let's do this, Mm -hmm. you would just have the... I guess it's the paralyzation of too many options. Oh, yeah. Right? And that really hit me before. But as soon as I beat one game, I went into this and... I'm hitting that stride. So hmm. all month, every single Saturday, uh, right now it's from 10 a.m. to noon uh, every Saturday, Pacific Standard Time. You can come by, and I'm going to be playing the game and having a good time. Uh, so I'll, I'll see you there. Uh, and if you like uh, this podcast, you should check out all the podcasts on the Benview Network, benviewnetwork.com. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a great place to be. And you can get shows like Trent Talk. Yeah. Where you were a guest recently. Yeah, we did uh, With Teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shows like Radio Brenda Man, where I was a guest recently. Oh, nice. It's like everyone's a guest here. Be our guest at Benview Network. I don't know. I, we're still working on a catchphrase, if yeah, you haven't uh, noticed. Yeah, I'm getting that. <laughs> uh, go to BenviewNetwork.com for more, uh, or go to our personal website, com. Email us nevpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at nevpodcast. My mm-hmm. personal Twitter is at podcaster Andrew. I'm at True Valk. And now it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Mm-hmm. What ending will you be guessing, Jordan? I'll be guessing the ending to 
a little movie called Equals. <coughs> Directed by Drake Dormus, starring Nicholas Holt, Kristen Stewart, uh, Vernetta Lopez, and Scott Lawrence. In an, emotional, an emotionless utopia, two people fall in love when they regain their feelings from a mysterious disease, causing tensions between them and their society. So this is the long-awaited sequel to Equilibrium. I don't know if you can tell by the title. Equilibrium equals... Yep. Uh, long gone are the days of Gunkata because they thought they um, wiped out the, uh, the emotions from the society. They thought they finally achieved it. They came off of their, their drugs that they were giving all the people, and they thought they had just kind of changed the human DNA. But uh, these two people are a freak evolution, and they end up, you know, falling in love. Uh, over the course of the film, uh, they have to avoid, uh, they've got to kind of pretend, I mean, if you've seen The Walking Dead, how they kind of pretend to be zombies every once in a while by pouring blood all over themselves and gore, and, uh, it's it's the same thing, but instead of blood and gore, it's just an emotionless stare and uh, pretending to have no emotions and they kind of meet in private and they eventually realize that there's an underground group of people both uh, in the, the kind of the lower caste of society and in the upper echelon that have emotions too and they've been hiding it this whole time and, and they, uh, they kind of join this movement and realize that everyone in the government, the people that are kind of controlling this world, they've nev- they never got rid of their emotions. They've, they've kind of been controlling with this iron fist and uh, through their works, uh, they, they do their best to kind of try and overthrow the populist uh, government and uh, bring about, you know, emotions back to the society. Unfortunately, uh, the people that they're working with in the underground are a little deranged and trick them into, like, planting this bomb in, the, uh, in like, the government headquarters and they think it's just going to be kind of this demonstration. They're trying to shock the populace into having emotions again with this big tragic event. And uh, what the what they don't realize is that uh, the entire city's kind of run on this nuclear program that's been advanced through society. And they don't realize that the bomb goes off right above it. And they destroy the entire city. Everyone dies. And... Um, what they think is going to be this kind of reawakening of emotion, they inadvertently kill everybody. And the movie just kind of ends with the devastation of like, the movie's trying to end with this note of this is what emotion can do. You know, you think it's this beautiful thing, but it can mislead you into doing something wrong. And uh, it's the more downer endings that are going to come out this year, but I think, I think it's trying to teach us something. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. All right. Uh, I've got Phantom Boy, directed by Jean-Luc Pellecoleau and Elaine Garnau, starring Adouard Bayouard, jean Audrey Tattoo, and Jean-Hababababab. I pronounced that all correctly, I'm sure. Wow. I, you know, phonetically, I was looking at these words, and I didn't understand how to say them, but you did an admirable job. Well... And I said admiral instead of admirable, <laughs> but I think it still works because you are... I think are, I did a colonel job. Yeah. I, look, we do the show from a ship in the ocean, and it just it was a Freudian slip. 
I also apologize. I've, well, I mean, it's the only place we're allowed to broadcast this pirate signal. Well, and yeah, I'm, it's Winchime Boat Island. Uh-huh. And I've, I've learned all of my French from Benson, so oh. it's flawless. You know what? Everything makes sense. Yeah. Now. Uh, a superpowered boy helps a wheelchair-bound policeman in his attempt to bring down a mob kingpin. My goodness. All right, so the crazy thing is, for the first half of this movie, it's actually this wheelchair-bound policeman is trying to f- find out who this boy, like, if this boy mm. does have superpowers. Right, right, right. Because he, he doesn't want to team up with him. Mm. He's supposed to figure him out. Unless he knows that he does have the powers he says he has. Oh. And he's kind of l- reluctant to show them off. And so, for about half the film, you're not really even sure this kid has superpowers. Oh, okay. You just think, maybe he's just a smart kid. Maybe he just he can get out of these scrapes, you know, and every once in a while something will blow up or catch on fire, and it's like, like I guess that was luck. Like extraordinary, extraordinary abilities, not extraordinary mm-hmm. abilities. Yeah, it's only every once in a while it's like something will catch on fire or blow up, and you'll go, that's weird. But I guess, yeah. I mean, maybe something fell on something, well, or, yeah. you know. Maybe he's just smart enough to set it up so it would blow up at mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. So then it reaches the point where uh, he does trust this boy just enough to tell him that he wants to take down this mob kingpin, mm-hmm. and he tell and it's like oh it's like oh this is it's this rich businessman he looks like he's all straightforward right. he looks like everything's above board but we know he's this mob kingpin oh. we know that he's in charge of all the underground mobs and he's using his legitimate business as a front for all of his illegitimate businesses right 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 of course yes uh, so the kid is going along with it going along with it. Um, but then the movie kind of tricks you out because you think the kid's going along with it, but then the kid gets won over by the kingpin. Oh. He meets him kind of by accident, and the kingpin says, hey, I don't know what's going on, but I'm a legitimate businessman. Yeah, I am not the mob kingpin, mm-hmm. and I would love to take down the mob kingpin because if I take him down, then no one thinks that I'm him. Right. Can clear and my he's, name. He's like, I've been giving money to the police officers' union. I've been helping them out. I've been doing mm-hmm. everything I can. And I can see that you're trying to help too. Yeah. And I see you're a little special. So if you'll help me out, I'll, you know, we can make this all work together. Right. And so then the final reveal of the film mm-hmm. is that the wheelchair guy was the mob kingpin. The whole he time. was pinning it on this legitimate businessman. And he was just doing it from inside the yeah. police. Because his whole life he's had this disease where his bones are so brittle that they could break at any moment. <laughs> Was his name Mr. Glass? His name was Mr. Glass. Oh, shit. This was before he met Bruce Willis. Okay, that makes sense. So, <laughs> that's that's Phantom Boy. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> now we can end the guessing. Thank you. And everyone can go home and watch their favorite M. Night Shyamalan film. Right. I uh, like some of them. <laughs> Hey, that's a great one. Yeah, I really like that's that one. That's a super great that's one. That's really good. There's movie. a lot. There's a lot there. The last time I watched that, I saw more things than I ever noticed. It's, like, it's really The way good. that it's shot is really beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. Go watch uh, Unbreakable, everyone. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> that's it for My this. My dad could beat up your dad. Yeah. That's it for this episode of Nerds Review. Next week, uh, we're going to review Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters? Yeah. Goose Busters. All right. Because Ricky, we got to get rid of Ricky. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Ricky's been terrorizing New York. Uh, <laughs> stick around for the discussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Who are you? I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what was. I was going to say something, but I was like, nah. I thought you were taking the lead. I was like, whoa, what's happening here? No, I should. Uh, this has been episode 284 of Nerds Eye View. Uh, I'm Andrew. And I'm
And I'm Jordan. Remember, listeners, if a suited dude comes up to you and says, hey, we just need to do the initiation. Uh, well, don't worry. We're painting an X on your back. Uh, don't worry. Um, this thing's going to die. Doing the joke again for the mic. Yeah, we're gonna go see Ghost Boobsters, right? See, you say that no one has done that joke before, but I, I kind of got that from the whole uh, Thor bit in the trailer because he the, puts the boobs Thor-bit. on the on the, the Thor bit. The Thor bit. Yeah. The Thor bit in the trailer. Yeah. When your orbit boob, the boobster. looks like a hammer. Yeah. It's your Thor bit. Yeah, your Thor bit. You're Thor bitting the Earth. Mm. All right. Let's do that discussion. Uh, so the bad guy is a bunny. Yeah. Who wants to kill all the people. All the people. Because he was a magician's rabbit. And eventually the magician said, I don't want to do this anymore. And just yeah. left the bunny out in he the world. Um, so I guess that's enough to want to kill everyone, right? Sure. Okay. And then- well, I mean... <laughs> Several animals throughout the film go, there's something wrong with that bunny. Like, uh-huh. he's already a little crazy. Oh, yeah. And then he has something bad to him. And it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when the when Max and Duke uh, come upon this group and they try and join it, uh, the initiation ceremony is getting uh, bit by a viper or something. Yeah. And Which I couldn't imagine just the size of that fang. Like, so they're going to die. Or like, I don't understand, like... yeah. It, it even, can't be like a full bite. It's probably it just be like, like just a little stab. Yeah. I guess. Because um, that that, that <coughs> the bunny had it on was, him. I know, but the tooth was bigger than Max. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and Max just reminded me of Tug, by the way. <laughs> oh, the whole movie because they're about the same size. Uh huh. Yeah. And then through an accident, I suppose mm-hmm. uh, the the viper dies. It's well, crushed. Well, it's not an accident. It's because. Well, it's because uh, I don't even remember the Duke, Duke comes to the rescue and grabs the viper and swings him around mm-hmm. and knocks a bunch of the animals back. Mm-hmm. And when he finally lets go, the the viper gets wrapped around and kind of knotted around this pillar. Oh, okay. And he keeps trying to reach out and eat Max. Yeah. And eventually pulls the pillar down. Mm. And debris keeps falling down, and it's eventually a giant slab. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a. It's. It was one of those classic jokes where it's like, oh, all the all the debris fell on him. Oh, he got back up. Oh, more debris. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, now he's dead for real. No, now now we just killed a giant viper. Yeah. The the end of this joke was that someone died. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Fuck. Like, <laughs> well, I was like, what? Like the tone of the movie just totally changes then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> that whole scene is just like we're gonna get real dark here, people. Yeah, because especially because the next time that we see that group of they're out for people, blood. they're well, they're having a funeral. Yeah, for the viper. Yeah, they're they're gathered around where he is buried, and just they're they're Mourning eulogizing him. him. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's messed up. It's dark. Messed up. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's some weird. That's some weird stuff going on there. I don't even know how to process that. Right? It's just such a weird place to go, because. <laughs> It just it takes you to this weird place and then never really resolves it and you're just supposed to go back on this adventure. Well, especially because okay, so if, if you follow the journey of the bunny, yeah, okay, so let's let's pretend like the bunny is a real character, okay, okay, not just like here's let's a villain that can just do whatever yeah, we need let's it do to. It. So 
the bunny is the leader of this group, mm-hmm. meets these two guys. Yep. They uh, lie. They lie and then kill his friend. It may be his best friend. Second only to that duck that had right. the great name. Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. I love he kept talking about Ricky and then finally we saw it was a duck. And yeah. I just, I thought that was the funniest thing it ever. It was fantastic. Like that, I, I, that's another background you, you joke. You said duck. Well, was that a goose? Yeah. Because goose, geese are famously well, second, evil duck, creatures. Duck. duck. Goose. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> the yeah, I mean, but it was still funny to me because it, it, just imagine a goose is like second in command of this yeah, gang. I love it. It's hilarious. After this bunny. Yeah. Yep. Um. So that was a so, funny. So yeah. so, Ricky, so Ricky died before. Okay. And he he super upset. He brings him up all the time. Yeah. So this is someone who doesn't let go of of stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So it, this is a an, another friend of his is dead at the hands of these two new people who and lied to him. So integral to the. Uh, institution that he is he is the person that does the initiation yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and so uh he he's out for blood he yep. wants he wants those two dogs oh, yeah. he wants tiny dog he yep. calls him tiny dog uh so he's, he's willing to chase he chases them to the end of the he chases line them to brooklyn yeah and then when they come back they do the funeral uh gg or gidget whatever gidget. yeah Finds them, comes across them yeah. with the rest of the group, and they escape. And they they realize that oh, they're looking for Tiny Dog. They go chasing them. They uh, take their gerbil friend. Yep. Like uh, they want him. They use him for information. Mm-hmm. They don't just kill him. Yep. Uh, I know because there's a funny scene later where they get surrounded hmm. on the bridge, and one of the snakes is holding him, yeah. and he just waves. Yeah. It's like hi. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then that is the next time we see. Well, no, the bunny. We see the bunny again when. He's trying to get the two dogs, and mm. they're running away from the dog catchers. The dog catchers keep coming back. They're yeah. all bruised up. Uh, the, uh, the the wet bandits. And so then, the wet while, bandit dog catchers. Yeah, while the bunny's trying to exact revenge on Tiny Dog, mm-hmm. his friends get taken along with Duke. Yeah. And so they have to team up. They have to team up to, to save, save their friends. Save their friends. Yep. And so at this point, it's a temporary team up. Yep. They're together for maybe like five minutes. And they get in a giant accident yeah. that murders a whole bunch of people on the freeway. Yeah, humans are probably very is this, bad is off. Is this the Golden Gate? It's definitely... Uh, Golden Gate-esque? No, no, no. It's, uh, this is New York. This is New, New York. York. So, so what bridge is that? It's one of those bridges from, oh, from one island to the next. One island to the next. I don't okay. know all the names of those bridges, but and it's one of those. Because, one of those. And that yep. bus blocks all that traffic. Yep. So this is like the whole day is ruined at this point. Yeah. I mean, like this maybe this is... explains why in, at the end of the film, a child comes home at like nine o'clock at night. In that whole sequence of like everyone coming yeah, home, yeah, because they probably couldn't get home. Yeah, that sequence of every everyone <laughs> coming home back to their pa- back it's to their because pets. they finally removed that bus from yeah. the bridge. Um, um, but but and then uh, um, the rabbit uh, passes out. Yeah, and Max has him in his mouth. Yeah, and the rest of the crew shows up thinking that Max was going to eat him or kill him or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And then Gidget saves the day. Yeah, and uh, well, so, after so that, at this point, okay, so. Uh, what's the bunny's name? He, I don't know. He still passed out though. No, he uh, so snowball. Some, somehow he steals a bus. Yeah. that's already like we missed something there. Yeah, that's a big. Jump. It literally just cuts to they're they're co-driving a bus, mm-hmm. Max and Snowball. Yep. Uh, and then when the bus crashes, that's when Snowball passes out. Mm-hmm. And so from this point on, Snowball doesn't know what the hell's happening because he's passed out. Yeah, he doesn't know that Max dragged Max, him out of this bus. Right, right. He he Max jumps down. To save the animals from the thing, but uh, Duke gets stuck inside. Yeah, and somehow only, I didn't even realize how the pig and the other thing got out. Pig and the lizard. I think they, I think they got knocked open when it crashed. Okay, 
And so they exit and get on these metal catwalks mm-hmm. and go to safety, say whatever, safety. And uh, so Duke and Max are stuck in there, and that's when we see Snowball's back awake watching with the rest of them mm-hmm. as they crash into the water. Yeah. And Snowball, for some reason, kisses Gidget and says, remember me, and mm-hmm. jumps into the water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So does do we believe that this character has enough incentive to risk his life to save these two dogs that killed his best friend. I'm going to go nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to go nah. Just nah. 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 Um, yeah, that, that really got me. Because mm-hmm. I, and, and the other thing was, I thought, oh, maybe he still has the carrot key. Mm-hmm. And no, he just, he grabbed the regular key. That he somehow saw in the water. Yeah. From several hundred feet in the air. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not even going to question that part. It's yeah. just like, we had that carrot key from earlier. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I don't know who else could have helped save them. I just I don't think even know we, if we needed anyone to help save them. I, I You the know, dramatic of, water moments are, they're getting to me now. Yeah, I'm really yeah. getting tired of them. And I, I, think, I think if we just don't kill the Viper earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. if the Viper is just super injured and they're back there taking care of the Viper, mm-hmm. then that's fine. Mm-hmm. Then his turn back to being a friend makes sense. Yeah. But they killed his best friend. Yeah. Or one of his really good friends. Mm-hmm. Nah. Like, even and if then, he is crazy... And let's continue Snowball's journey okay, for let's go. two yep. more steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's going to lead lead the group back. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, tiny dog, whatever, go you know, go on your way. Mm-hmm. And before he can hop back into the sewer, a little girl, girl grabs him. Oh, yeah. And then his friends abandon him with this little girl. Right. And, and I guess he just doesn't care because he's being loved. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he gets affection for the first time mm-hmm. since since he was abandoned. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, I can kind of see that because he is insane. Except all of his friends, like, just leave him. Yeah, I don't believe that. that, that was I like, don't what? believe that his crew that he's been leading this whole time yeah. would just fight leave to him get him back. There. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they so well, they would strongly just believe him. all humans must die for Why? their cause, yeah. what's a little girl standing there with? Yeah, in, in, the, in the mythos of the movie and how many people die... One little girl would not stand in the way of this hardcore group. Yeah. And they then, wouldn't run. They would attack. It wasn't after the credits. It was like middle of the credits, right? Where it's like the dogs go to the party. Mm-hmm. And Snowball's like leading the party. Yeah. He's one of the people at the party. He's now with... He now has... He's now fully he's, embraced... Yeah. The pets that he hated before is yeah. being connected to their masters. Mm-hmm. Because apparently now he is a normal pet just like them. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'm glad that we could clear up this character, make it make more sense. No, did we not do that? No. I he think it, I think I think it only makes more sense if the viper doesn't die. Yeah. If we don't kill Viper, mm-hmm. which is weird, it's the only animal death in the whole movie. I guess, yeah. Yeah. It's super weird why yeah. they'd kill that an- that animal. Uh, let's talk about that sausage factory. That was weird. What the f- fuck it that movie just took a hard turn and i wanted it to resolve into something of like why are they hallucinating yeah and i thought maybe is, they were eating the bad meat yeah I thought maybe and it's gonna end with them getting go? captured because like how do they make it through that whole factory yeah. with is this is it a robot factory no one work in this factory <laughs> I mean, at the end they get fa- caught, but after they I mean, have a 20-minute conversation... How many, how many rules does this break from the FDA of just unattended meat being processed in this yeah. factory? Any, I mean, dogs are coming in and rolling around in it and eating it, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be packaged and served? Mm-hmm. I know it's a cartoon, but what the... F- what? What? Mm-hmm. what? 
Mm-hmm. Why the hallucination? Don't know. It was funny, and then it was just kind of like, well, this is nonsense, though. It's it's so nonsense. <laughs> it would it would have made more sense if they woke up and that was like their food coma dream that they shared. Yeah. That would have made way more sense. But it kind of played it off like, all right. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, the only other movie that's done anything close to that, but while also validating its existence, is We Are, friend- we are Your Friends. Oh, sure. But that made sense in that mm-hmm. movie. No, and I also, I mean, it was also this weird, um, like, almost meaner than it should have been, even though it was funny, where the dogs, like, they're here with all these dancing sausages mm-hmm. and then eating them. Yeah. And they're still just dancing. They're not panicking. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's, it's, that feels more like a it's like, scene from uh, the Sausage Party movie. I know. Weird. Weird. There's some talking dark... hot dogs is the new trend. There's some dark stuff in We're going to see that movie, another talking hot dog movie next yeah. year. Weird. Really weird. It's going to be like pirates. It's, it's, pirates were everywhere. Yep. Now it's talking hot dogs. Well, I mean, it started with Cloudy. We're talking food? Cloudy, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Oh, God. That's where it started. Was, it, was that really a talking hot dog in that? that I mean, they're talking food. Okay. Life, uh, I thought living like, food. food was just raining. No, it, 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 it created I only read that an book. ecosystem. I read that children's book. Oh, you, I mean, the first movie's actually not bad. Okay. I didn't see the second one. But the second one, I remember food and animals combined. Yeah. Which, which that seems unnecessary foods. to me. Yeah. Because vegetarians already have a lot of issues. Right. Now Let's piss off PETA the movie. Now if they're... It's not even PETA. It's just literally vegetarians who like, I don't eat anything with Did a face. Did they get an award for not having any real animals in there? Uh, no, because I'm pretty sure they used a real animal noise. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> so Cloudy 2, you had a chance to win a PETA award and you didn't. And that doesn't even have a subtitle. It is literally just Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Yeah. The Meteor. Who makes those? The Ice Age people? Sure. Okay. And they've so. they've got one movie left. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, but then Duke's backstory wasn't it wasn't Pretty like he, like bummer. I, I thought he was just a you know just a shelter dog, yeah. and I thought okay that's that's a good enough story. And then when he starts saying oh no I had an owner, I thought oh so he's a lion sack of shit. Mm. <laughs> that was my literal reaction to the theater. <laughs> when he's like oh my owner used to live over there, I was like Max is gonna eat you up right now because you are a lion sack of shit. And yeah. then no, it's like no I have a new, I have a sadder story. Yeah, I had a nice old man owner. We're gonna and then, we're gonna fuck you up. You know that didn't happen. Yeah. Like I was like fuck. We're going to take know. the beginning of Up and put it right at the... Right, right, right here. Right here. Well, and then it's more than the beginning of Up. It's as if the beginning of Up happened, and then also they he had lost a dog. the wife. Yeah, no, no, no. He, he lost the wife, dog. and so he went to yeah. go find her, and it was like, maybe she's here. And it's like, no, she died. No, she died. Like, you have a mean-ass cat that's just like, yeah. no, you don't live here anymore because he died. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. I don't know. This is, this, is, uh, this is an unnecessarily cruel film. Yeah, it's messed up. At times. It's messed up. I didn't, there were just parts of this movie where I was like, this is the tone we're going with, huh? Uh-huh. This is where we are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else is there to tie up on this hmm. balloon animal of a film? Uh, Gidget's real great. Gidget's great. I Gidget. thought she was way too intense in that roof scene in the trailer, mm-hmm. but in the movie it worked. I didn't even remember it from the trailer. Yeah. It, you watch in the trailer and... It, I watched the trailer around the time where there was like a lot of police brutality and stuff oh. happening. And I was like, this is kind of messed up mm-hmm. with what's happening in society right now. But it, it knowing the character that she's slapping. Yeah. Well, and also knowing her. Yeah. Like we, she's presented as this cute, sweet. She's a fluff ball. Yeah. Yeah. She's a literal f- fluff ball. Yeah. 
And then she's beating up this, this you know, mangy cat. Mangy cat. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's funny. I really like Albert Brooks of like, are you sure you always land on your feet? Because your face looks like it's taken a couple falls. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good lines. I thought they were going to drop, because um, there was some kind of scientific study where it's like it, a cat will land on its feet up to like the ninth floor. Yeah. And I thought he was going to be like, is this, this this building has 10 floors. And yep. The cat was going to like panic. But no, mm-hmm. they didn't go that way. I don't mm. care. I mean, this whole movie was kind of playing off of like weirdly common animal things. Conceptions about yeah. animal behavior. Not even just concept, just like silly, you know, like dogs chase sticks. Dogs mm-hmm. like butterflies. Yep. Dogs do this. Cats mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Like. There's know. a YouTube moment. Oh, yeah. That was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. That was kind of funny. Yep. There was a dog that had the GoPro that was so big mm-hmm. that he was like he kept <laughs> he was having to he kept having to move to center it because he was gonna fall over if he didn't. That was, that was pretty, pretty good. Funny. Yeah. Pretty funny. Uh, we didn't even talk about pop pops Poppy? Oh, pops. Yeah. Um, where and that that was kind of a bummer because he had wheels for legs. Yeah. I was like, dang. And I was like, that's kind of cool that they'd put that kind of character. in. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I dug it. Mm-hmm. And he ends up being the person that takes them on this perilous journey across yeah. the city. And he's like, "Oh, I have a friend who's in the," and he knew the bunny, right? Yeah, like or he knew the viper. He knew the viper. That was like weird. They're going to meet the viper, yeah. and the viper the is the dead. one that got killed. Yeah. Oh boy, this movie had some issues. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What do you? What do you? Do you think? The, I mean, obviously they want to do a sequel. Mm-hmm. What do you think the sequel will be? And do you think Louis C.K. will come back? Do you think he's stuck in this? I mean, I liked him, but I don't know if like... I thought he did well. Is it because, I mean, uh, this is every actor's thing where they get kids that are old enough where they want them to see them in movies. They just start mm-hmm. doing kitty movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would come back with... Uh, him and Duke are okay now. Him and Duke are good. Mm-hmm. And instead of introducing a new... A new uh, they'd probably move. To oh, a different they move. city. Moving's good because it's about. It would be about like to like what San Francisco, just another yeah, big across the country. Yeah, and or like it, Seattle, and it would. Be, oh yeah, it would be Seattle because they they really were playing on hipster things. Yep, and it was. Yeah. It would be about uh, just the relationship between Gidget and Max, and Max, and, and how it's they can't control the fact that they're now going to be separated. Oh, right, oh, and be it would be sad. it would be about Max mm-hmm. and and. It would focus on them, but as soon as they moved to Seattle, it would cut to Gidget, and we'd be about Gidget. Oh, you just want a Gidget movie? Yeah, it'd be about Gidget trying to get back to, uh, and it would be about Max. Max saying, "You know, what? I'm gonna go. I love my owner, but I need to see Gidget and tell her how I feel, and I don't want to leave it like that because they don't know that they're moving. Mm-hmm. You know, just one day the owner comes home with boxes." Mm-hmm. And they realize what's happening, and they don't have a chance to meet up, and then all of a sudden they're on the other side of the country. So it's about Max trying to get to Gidget and Gidget trying to get to Max, mm-hmm. and they end up meeting in the middle of the United States. Mm-hmm. At a hot dog factory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sausage. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Because then you could do like a homeward bound mm-hmm. type of thing or a Milo. Because I, I, I like the idea of a, of a series where every once in a while you can just like switch all the characters around and it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I've been really into The Purge recently yeah i need to watch those movies i just love the way that it kind of at this point there's only one character that shows up in two movies which is just like and maybe you know he might not come back for the next one like who knows like even fast and furious is kind of getting fast and loose with yep who's in what i don't know it's a that's a fun idea and like pets is such a broad idea yeah you can do anything Mm -hmm. 
they try to touch on like a lot of different things uh, in this movie. Yeah, I don't want them to wear it out though. That's why I was thinking like something drastic like moving across the country would mm. work because just having a day in a pet's life would eventually. Because they touched on so many things, I just feel like it would it get played out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, now I'm thinking about it, that dog walker got crazy lucky. Like he would have lost like his job and maybe all of his customers. And how shitty if he got of a person was he where he just went no dog. eight, ten? Yeah. Because of a girl. Like yeah. this. Nah. I don't know if you know this, but in order to become a dog walker, there's like background checks now. Like it's it's a serious thing now. Really? There's, yes. There's like an app where you can just do it. I know yeah. someone who's just doing the app thing. Yeah, but that's, you have to, it involves a long process to be certified. Hmm. For people to trust you with their animals. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It, like, it's a big deal now. So to have someone that's just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, dog. That's way more of a big deal than it ever was. Yeah. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>